we are live. Okay. Hello. Hi, Sophia. Hello, Tom. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright. How are you? As I said, I'm very confused and a bit worried and a bit concerned because I am completely in the dark today. Why? What happened? I don't know what the topic <laughs> is. <laughs> Because you haven't told me what the topic is. No, I have not. So I can't do my research. I can't find out my talking points. I can't see what other people have said. Mm -hmm. I can't... I don't have a library of stuff to go towards. You should have prepared better. But how could I if you You did? You should have done your homework. But you insist on keeping this a secret. It's really unprofessional. (laughs) So go on, put me on... Do you want to know? Yeah, put me on my misery. What is it? And also, we've, we've been trying meaning to record something... For a while, we, we kind of, our routine got, I don't know, out of whack for, for a minute. We're trying to get back on it. We're back, baby. But um, I figured I'd take the reins on this one because I feel like you come up with what such a wonderful structure every episode. And God bless you. But it often turns into a bit of an interview, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> where I end up talking a lot. And then, I'm, and then I'm editing these things back and I think, God, you just won't shut up, Sophia. Like, when's he ever going to talk? But every time you do talk, it's always to ask a question. So we're about to turn the tables today, okay? Let's see what you're made of. Um. Also, can we just say that my mum was listening to a couple of these and then she she said, oh, you know, I listened to the one on ageing and Tom, you're so impressive. You're so eloquent. You're, you know, just singing his praises, Sophia. You need to up your game. You really went... You really want all that? So it was just payback. It was so rude. Wasn't that rude? Like, wasn't that just straight rudeness? Oh. I was like, damn, okay. Like, I had to honestly take a sit down, like, and just listen to the vitriol. It was vitriol. As she was she praising just... you and lifting you up higher and higher and then going, Sophia, as a consequence, you are full of shit and you need to really, like, put, put something together and learn how to it's string not, a sentence. It's not like that. It completely was, and you were lapping it up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right? She ain't wrong. She ain't wrong. That's why I want to get your views on things. So today we are going to talk about your thoughts, our thoughts on drum roll. Come on. I'm worried. I'm very concerned. I don't know why. I'm not really your too... phobia about snakes. Oh, for no, sake. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> Right. If you really no, I would have been so angry. You would have been, right? You would have been. You, you would have just stopped recording. <laughs> you would have made me sleep on the sofa. I right, okay, that. okay, oh, right. God. For real, for real. Go on. Your thoughts on the royal family. Oh crap, that's it's really putting me on the spot. Is that not a good one? It is a good one because I do have a lot to say on this. You're welcome. As do do I. And the reason why I thought about this was... Oh my days, okay, go on. (laughs) Was that we just binge watched together The Crown. Three three seasons. Three seasons. We never, I don't know how I can explain this, we never find TV shows in common where we can actually sit down and you're prepared to watch something more than once. Do you know what I'm saying? The amount of times I've tried to make you watch a film with me or watch a TV show, and I'm a binge watcher, I'll watch like the entire entirety of Lost, for example. I feel in two like weeks. I need to give some context here because there's a reason. I watched the left. 
we can do a whole other episode on the leftovers which i watched in about five days all three seasons my god what a dream but this is the first time where i've found something that you're happy to watch day in day out we've been watching an episode a night and absolutely loving it sometimes two at a time and i'm just i'm in awe that you're actually prepared to watch the crown and i'm in awe that i actually enjoy it because as, as you know you're the republican in this place i'm i'm the anti-royalist in this case and you're the royalist and we always came when that was something we always disagreed on but we can agree on on one thing which is the crown is a dope show and we're excited for season four but anyway i wanted to get your no way before that i have to drop some disclaimers what? so the reason why i don't like binge watching tv shows is because obviously it's kind of my job to like produce and edit and film yeah, and you're, all you're the, like a visual yeah. perfect i'm you're always, always on yeah. the visuals so for no, me so for me it's like i'm having to when i'm sitting down and i'm editing the same like say sequence just over and over but and you're over also, again you're editing like from different angles different, yeah so when you're watching something it's like it's like a chef who goes to a different restaurant and eats a meal like yeah they're, i can't they're, switch they're off. sensing the different textures and flavors and the they're looking at the way it was prepared on the plate. Yeah, that and we're so just for not me, it's, that's that can be quite overwhelming. So the idea of sitting down and watching something you for a long just period see it of time, surface level. yeah, because it's like I feel like I've already dedicated maybe like at least eight hours a day towards visual content. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. So then, when it comes now down you've to got me, to absorb yeah. Stuff. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, like I want to go out or I want to do active stuff. Or just take your eyes off the screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's not. I'm not always too so keen then, to okay. go sit down and how watch stuff. How about this then? So how what what changed about the crown? Well, the crown. There's multiple reasons why I like it. So the main reason is, I just find it really, really. Oh, we should we should just add like info. So the crown is a series of, um, on Netflix. Yeah, which... it's on. It's a Netflix original. Um, free season so it's not too bad but they're an hour per episode but it's an hour you feel like you have not wasted no it's really high quality yeah like the, the, that's, design, i wanted to bring it onto that yeah like actors are incredible just, costumes are incredible they've basically they've thrown a lot of money at this thing yeah <laughs> like, but it basically it's... documents the ascension of queen, queen elizabeth the second yeah. um from when she was a little bitty baby at 25 just married two kids yeah she had two kids yeah she had um charles and anne at that point and then her dad recently like very suddenly it's like i feel bad because it's like we're not doing spoilers because this this is documented history (laughs) it's real life but (laughs) but it is kind of interesting how how it watches where her dad recently passes away from lung cancer and then she has to take the, the crown and then with sort of watching her journey and the family and all the kind of drama um throughout it does a really incredible job of documenting british history as well that's one of the reasons why you're asking me why i really like it it's the fact that i get to relive or learn about different historical aspects or events yeah like the abafan the coal mining disaster disaster. i did not know a single thing about it and it's like after i remember afterwards we were so like rocked and shocked by that episode that we sat down went on the bbc news website and like yeah yeah. information on it and the legacy um and even down to small details like you you will note every time we're watching some some of it 
oh the tv's gotten bigger oh the tv's got color now yeah oh, the tv's like <laughs> not it hasn't got as you know tricky and aerial or um we recently watched one of on the moon landing and it just documents world history and British history through, through the, the eyes yeah. of, of the royal family, which is really interesting. But anyway, I thought it would be good to talk about this in the bigger, sort of wider context of our thoughts on the royal family. Um, having watched three seasons of The Crown, another season is coming, or series, sorry, oh, so American. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a word that seeped into us. Anyway, As it, did yeah. many things. Um, so yeah, thinking about how the sort of I guess our generation thinks about the royal family, which is probably synonymous with how every generation feels in the sense of there's there's a kind of divide a little bit where it doesn't it doesn't cause riots, but it's definitely a, a cause of contention where you'll get people that really believe in their purpose and really understand where they're you know what they're here for um and believe what in what they're doing and then you get the other side that are just like complete waste of taxpayers money um you know it reinforces the um economic disparities of the country um they're out of date they're useless uh that you know the fact that they can't take a position in anything political like what it kind of renders them obsolete and, and kind of pointless um obviously their ties i'm now i'm just spouting off why i don't like them their ties, <laughs> they're, they're, I'm, I'm on one now their ties to colonialism and the british empire you know and just that legacy uh so yeah there's like kind of two different ideals i suppose that british people naturally adopt you either kind of side with one or the other or you you go with the complete like third pathway which is just apathy like I couldn't really give a shit either way I know that you lean towards the sort of appreciation of the royal family yeah I'm pro whereas I lean distinctly in the get rid of them we don't need them let's have at it what so how do we frame this so what are your like did you always feel this way about the royal family in terms of like having an appreciation for them and understanding or like just liking them in general or did that develop over time and then also why why is it that you're pro like, well, okay, what, what I guess would you sum it up with I, I'll, I'll put it down to this so obviously the queen in my eyes I just see her as like the, the grandma of the nation so I naturally have an affinity and respect for her just out as of, an elder yeah as an elder like respecting your elders I know that she no matter how many prime ministers come and go or like whatever like the change in the complexion of the governments and so on and forth like she's always just been a constant and I have a huge huge respect for that um another thing as well when I was growing up um so obviously I grew up in the early 90s mm-hmm. um princess diana was like a thing and like obviously i grew up in the point where people were really celebrating her i believe when i was born it was probably around the time that she just had been divorced from um prince charles yeah um so but then she was still doing like all this like really good work yeah so i remember growing up seeing images of her in like in angola and like being really close with people because obviously 
when you think of royalty, there's that whole deference of like, they are better than us. And I saw that she was being really kind and really charitable and making an effort and being really personable. Didn't she like, create shockwaves when she touched somebody who was HIV positive? Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, So, and then I remember... Isn't that weird that like, that, like, I don't know. No, it, but it I'm, took her doing that for us yeah. to be like, oh, they're normal. Like, no, but wait course. for it, wait for it. I'm, Sorry. I'm, I'm going to tie it together because I know these seem like really two completely polar different ends. So you've got the queen on one hand and then you've got Princess Diana on the other. Um, So I remember her death and like just seeing like how crippled the nation was. Elton John came out with Candle in the Wind. There was like this big onslaught and like yeah. of like outpouring of emotion. Like um, what was it the People's Princess or Queen yeah. of Our Hearts or like yeah. I remember the newspapers just wouldn't stop. Um, so in my mind, obviously, I wasn't quite old enough to comprehend or to understand like the Republican arguments, but I always made the association between her being somebody from the royal family and her being a part of it. So in my mind, royal family, oh, can be a force for good. I didn't see all of the um the other stuff yeah. that, that all of these stuff that makes people want to criticize them for. I, I didn't really take it you, to you her. You saw it through the lens of Princess Diana. Yeah, her, she was my way in yeah. on the world. So I was like, okay, so they can be a f- so from a very very early age. Like I was programmed to think, okay, they can be a force for They're good. They're synonymous with goodness and yeah. charity. Yeah, and then also as well, just their like disconnection from um. Well, they're not disconnected, but their disconnection from like the general day to day fray of politics. Even mm-hmm. though I've learned that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always Which felt, you can go into. yeah. So for me personally, I like the fact that there seems to be like some sort of accountability for whoever our leader is. I know in other countries so, there's yeah. like the Supreme Court, um, the, like the judiciary, and like then us as voters can vote them out and stuff. But I just liked knowing that whoever's prime minister, every single week they're gonna have to go and speak to the sovereign, mm-hmm. and like have to justify their actions and whatnot. And mm-hmm. this might sound really really crazy. But you know John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, in Where are you about to take us? In John Wick Three. Mm-hmm. So um, when John Wick is basically in trouble um, with the entire organization, um, mm-hmm. so he goes to Morocco and then he has to go out to the desert to mm-hmm. to find the one that's above the table. Um, you know who I'm talking about, yes. the, the character. Yeah, yeah, and again, exactly. I just liked this. The, I personally like this idea of like having a third party that's like a referee. Yeah. Um, and that's what that guy was on also as well like coming back to even like the eu here like there's all these individual countries all around europe but then we all have signed up to like well at least we were at one point all signed up to like these sets of like common ideals that we can't go below the set of standards because obviously we are are all in it together type situation so for me the royal family in this country in this context acts as that third party I like knowing that. I guess that was the plan, yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah, which is I'm I'm just outlining no, no, why. No, I'm, I'm asking. Yeah. was that that's the intention of yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah. So in yeah. terms of like yeah, I I just like the idea of some sort of third party that is like overseeing and making sure that people are playing fair. I know that's not isn't what the no, no, actual no, no. reality go, is. No, I don't want to go into like yeah. what actually happens, which is a complete hot mess, but. 
yeah, no. I and then obviously understand. the queen and the royal family, in my opinion, is our embodiment of that. Yes. So I, therefore, as a result, have respect for them. And learning, watching this show has actually, it's actually made me really angry. And like, this might sound really like controversial, but I feel like she doesn't have enough power. Okay. And I, I would prefer if she had more power. So go, so go into why she doesn't have power and then go into why you think she should have more so for anyone that hasn't seen this what do you mean she doesn't have power what, what does that so for like? example like in very very early on like churchill's telling her what to do um and just different like her governments will do things that she's not happy with but she can't all she can do is like from time to time give them like a, a, a telling off she can't really reprimand them like she can't yeah. really fire them like if somebody's messed up like she should be able to fire it's like for example in this scenario the prime minister is like a ceo she is the like the, the board, trustee board yeah the trustee board member yeah i feel like she should be able to fire prime ministers or at least put them in hot water or put some kinds of sanctions and whatnot yeah. and yes i know well, that we've, we've kind of witnessed throughout from the from the 50s yeah essentially that there are prime ministers all men at this point i'm sure in season four they will yeah, tackle maggie's on they'll way. Tacky, yeah <laughs> they've t- set the tone for that they'll as well. tackle maggie and oh, and probably introduce princess diana's impact as well but up until this point there are many a crisis in the country and the prime minister visits on the weekly state visit I've learned so much with this too. So, you know, they they trot up to Buckingham Palace where the Queen will sit there, ring her little bell, the guy comes in, and it doesn't matter if they're Conservative or Labour or whoever, um, there's something happening, someone's cocking up somewhere, and she's not allowed to say anything. And she takes a shine to a couple of um, Prime Ministers, so... Winston Churchill really taught her how to yeah. how to politics, like taught her how to do the, the politics <laughs> and, you know, trained her up in a sense because the role was so new to her and she wasn't trained at all. She wasn't educated. She was that taught, blew my mind. I she was taught sewing and, um, the the, and the constitution and just de- general ladylike things, not nothing with economics or politics, uh, you know, mathematics, none of that. So, um, having been so uneducated, she hired a private tutor to try and basically get her up to speed on all kind of general, general trivia of the world, if you like. Um, Winston Churchill played a pivotal role in, in kind of, I guess, in, in, what's the word, ingratiating her into the process. But, and for that, she took a shine to him. Um, and then she later took a shine to a uh, God. I've watched the entire thing. I can't remember this guy's name. The Mr. Paul, Wilson. The Labour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it Harold who, Wilson? Who was a Labour Prime Minister? Um, and then all in between, you know, she's had to deal with all kinds of people, all kinds of nutters, basically, who are like just drugged on ego and power, and are simply there because they didn't want the opposition to win. But she can't say anything, and she's she's just, she silences herself. And then every time a member of her family takes a political stance, she slaps their wrist, and you know says we're not allowed to take a political stance. And they really believe in the royal family that they have a God-given duty to run the nation or to represent God's ideals 
as as the royal family which entails not having a voice they they kind of proudly say that they're not allowed or they're not meant to have a voice also which just well, really another thing me. the thing that irked me i guess like which would be the counter argument is how the government seems to hide behind them as well yeah. So like they will like They'll become re- the scapegoat. Yeah, they will use the royal family to like scapegoat situations or to get themselves out of like um to they're basically like the government's diplomatic pawns. An example being that uh during Wilson Wilson's run they had a kind of economic crisis and he oh, had, yeah, they he had to bailout. yeah. He had to devalue the pound and and for a, a little while use the royal family as a scapegoat you know to kind of uh say that you know they're taking all the money and yeah. they're, they're the kind of personification of the the wealth gap and the personification of inequality in the country um so they they kind of get a lot of stick for stuff that they really don't have any control over and then it begs the question for me on well what is so if if the purpose for them is to be that that kind of third party because the way you describe the eu is a perfect vision of that right it's that Mm. countries govern themselves but that there's there's larger umbrella ideals that everyone aspires to um human rights are consistent across the country free travel um economic policies fair working rights food standards food standards all of these ideals are instilled through the this this common membership um, or this kind of third party up top that that is impartial to your political stance but is ultimately here for you, right? Mm. And, and is here to um, guide you. If the crown is meant to do that, but at every time when it would it would have been great if she took a political stance, if she was that referee and she couldn't and she would tell her family members off that ever did. Mm. Um, I'm not saying her to just, like break her impartiality. I just I feel like it's it's good that she's impartial because then it doesn't. But then she's damned if she do and then she don't. No, though, but I mean, in, the person that's in power is, is going to be a conservative or a Labour. And if you tell a, a Labour person off, you're going to be called a conservative. Mm. If she told the the conservative dimwits off, she would have been called a Labour, right? So so regardless of who sh- whose wrist she's slapping, she's going to. Yeah. break her impartiality which so i understand why she doesn't want to take a stance but then it, she, she's rendered useless but then my my feeling is is that if the situation is grave enough that she's had to intervene then that in of itself should say something like it should be like a nuclear like type option it's not something she's not i'm not suggesting that she should be empowered to the point where she's involved in like daily day-to-day no 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 but um, there, there issues, been, but, there've been yeah. grave situations where like the economic crisis the yeah. crisis in egypt the, the oh yeah suez. suez canal yeah suez canal yeah she like for example yeah that she should have reprimanded went, like, that guy we went to war man yeah. like and over a canal over over a, a conduit for resources and she her blood was boiling internally but she couldn't do anything i mean i don't know what you would i don't know when you would intervene if not then you know yeah would you th- so so i guess in that case you would then want her to have more power to be yeah, able to... Yeah, or if they've messed up, then, like... I know she does her whole thing of threatening them, saying that I, I advise that you would, like, consider your position and, like, basically nudges them to quit. But I just... Right, yeah. okay. So, like, that's the furthest she will go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, I personally would just yeah, would like to see her go a bit further in certain situations. It is situations. a bit weird when like the people vote somebody in, and then they come in and for the first meeting with the queen, and she goes, "I would like the people who voted you to form a government in my name. Congratulations!" Like or you know whatever. Um, I just think that's weird. Like for all the people voted of them in full stop there's actually got nothing to do with you queenie like i want to know something what do you make so obviously you know that i am a monarchist to a degree i'm not i'm not like one of those flag waving um crazy types that like when there's a new royal baby i go i'm mad or whatever i i I, I care more about like the constitutional side of things yeah yeah um but what do you you make idealist like you, you you envision how it should work and not how it actually does but yeah, what like as you as are like a I would view as a Republican. What do you does make that of, mean anti-royalist? Is yeah, that another way of saying it? Okay. Yeah. What how, what do you make of my stance? I think it's cool, but it's not realistic. It's not actually what happens, right? And then I also think you're conveniently forgetting the ties to the British Empire. I'm not conveniently he's, he's forgetting. No, I like because I'm because yeah, I've not brought <laughs> mic up, drop. I've not mic brought drop. up that situation, and I've not, I've not. Put, I guess for me, I'm just like I'm just accepting the situation for what it is. Like I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying that it should have happened, but like this is the the cards that we find ourselves. No, but in. what I'm saying is, so what I what I mean by you're forget you're conveniently forgetting. So we can we can have. I'm all for having a third party, but does it have to be a rich, privileged family that has had grave impact on the, the world? It, it doesn't have it, to be. Can it, it just, be, to, to can me, it be like a, a, an elected kind of chair of the board that, that, you know, like almost like a speaker of the house? No, because then that would get rigged in of itself. I don't but think you, know what you I'm can saying? elect like, just some, More like an EU type thing yeah. where it's above board because the, and, and also just the fact that it's just completely incidental that she's queen, right? It, and she wasn't even, it, it, if we really believe in like the royal family, it's it's really convenient that they will never they they will find a convenient sort of back alley way to retain power mm. right so the her uncle was meant to be king yeah so the bloodline was meant to be entirely different yeah he decide he marries a, a an american woman and the royal no it wouldn't have been different cuz they didn't have any kids so they natu- would have no they would have uh, oh. If if things stood as how would they as it did like then it would have gone to her anyway. Yeah. But the point is, it's like he married a an American woman. The institution were like, oh no, you can't marry an American woman. And then he was like, okay, well I'm fucking off then. Bye. And then his brother was like, oh fucking hell, like well I've got to wear the crown now. Great, thank you. I didn't want this. He's now wearing the crown. And then he. But he dies of lung cancer because he's puffing away on cigarettes. Obviously, they didn't know at the time what what that was doing. So the point is, it's like, and then many, many I mean, we've we've studied the Tudors in primary school. Mm. It's just so completely arbitrary how, you know, so and so gets in in because the brother died of I don't know typhoid, and then what's his face has six wives, and then can't bear any sons, so he starts to kill them all or whatever. 
you know it's just like it's so it's so barbaric the way that the system is has come to be right and we're still just kind of keeping up with it because we've got so much compassion for what's essentially an elderly woman that needs to have a sit down and a cup of tea and shouldn't be doing this like you know she's paid her dues man like I'm sure well, she her wants son's to. Taking a lot, a lot of the yeah, but she, the, and just the fact, the the cruelty of the, you know, of the fact that you have to wait for your parent to die. Yeah, that is for you up. to it's not... for you to sort of take on this crown, and you can't mourn their death. You you immediately bestowed this responsibility. I've never felt through watching the crown, like what she was dealing with wasn't difficult, or that privilege doesn't come with pain. Right, I I I. I I always understood See, like, that, that. I think that's my main problem is that we're like from the outside. You just think having the yeah, most incredible life. Yeah, like privilege. Go, yeah. Like, but we've watched it and we're like, they're basically like in a cage that's made out of gold. and Yeah, yeah no. And, so like, they're in a really big, beautiful cage, but it's a cage nonetheless. Yeah. They are entrapped by these ide- ideologies uh, that are in so many ways out of date or don't have a place in the world. And, um, you know... For example, marrying someone that wasn't British when um, cough cough, they aren't British. They're German. They're fucking German. We <laughs> just acknowledge that she married somebody who's Greek, a Greek. Yeah, prince. it's all of the um, European royal families German. into marrying. So with the each reason other. why she's got a specific uh, accent is because her, of her Ger- Germanic roots. It's not when she says one, like that's not because British diction is one. But she she has a completely specific Queen's Germanic English. influence. So they're she's bloody German, right? <laughs> Why do you keep saying bloody German like it's a bad because thing? Because it just right. proves the point that it's completely arbitrary what and pointless. It's just pointless. Like this whole like British monarchy, right? So anyway, she's German. She married a Greek guy, but then you know when when so and her uncle wants to marry. I feel a, like we um, need a referee for this discussion. No, I'm trying to speak. <laughs> I'm trying to say like you know what. What the reality is, I mean, let's not put rose tinted glasses on it. We now, this is this is documented history. Anyway, let me finish my point, because I'll keep waffling otherwise. The minute he wants to marry someone that's not British, they're like, no, fuck off, we're not having that. But just at their very core, they're not British themselves. So that just that that's kind of confusing. I know, I agree with you there. Like the whole social standards and like and it wasn't just them it's like perpetrated by like the aristocracy around them that to me is messed up the fact that princess margaret couldn't marry um peter townsend i was just about to get like, to that, that, so they're not that allowed... i was so i told you i woke up the next day i was still vexed like so was... they're not so okay so they're not allowed to marry somebody that's not british they're not allowed to marry somebody who's back divorced. then back then they're not allowed to marry someone somebody who's divorced um, so there's those like two huge things. So when we're talking about this cage, these are like two massive things that dictate who you can be with or how you can live your life. Um, it's to abdicate the throne is like severely frowned upon to the point where like he wasn't really given much yeah, they, access they outcast to his family. Like yeah, he was kind of like sort of told to jog on. Um, exacerbated by the fact that he married somebody who was an American so it was like oh god she's definitely not welcome here she never got a royal title or anything anyway so they're entrapped by this cage and they've got so many so many uh, sort of societal or, or kind of familial policies that they have to abide by but then every time so I really developed a, a, 
a compassion or empathy, right, for the queen's struggles. She's got to navigate the power with the power struggle with the prime minister or the the government. Um, she's got to be a strong voice for the nation. She's got to do all of this kind of uh, missionary work, I guess, around the world. She's got to represent. But then every time, I would, every, after every episode, I would just think to myself, and I'd say to you, you know she can leave, right? Like, she can just leave. If, you're, if you feel trapped in some way, you can just go. Like, it, it's and a Sophia, page that, that they trapped themselves not, in and they, and they just choose to stay in it. Look, I, here's my stance. Over time, things have relaxed. So the, the pure fact that Harry was allowed to marry um, the Meghan Markle. black woman. Yeah, Meghan Markle yeah, is signs of the times. Out of, out and survival, also, because if they didn't do that, there are so many occasions where no, the family is on, co- the, is on the crux of co- yeah. collapsing. And look, and that's the thing. So that's been... just survival technique. That's look, not, no, no, that's not because it was the right thing to do or because they've moved along. It's because if we don't do this, the public will turn on us. And they're, they're, just, they're just fighting for survival now. Look, they are forced in, like, they have been forced at numerous points in history and even now into this present day to stay modern and to, like, fix up and to get their house in order. But just coming back to what you're saying about the Queen, that's part of the reason why I have a lot of respect for her. The fact that despite all this, she could quit if she really wanted to. Like, we all, uh, yes, people might, like, heap tons of shame on her and whatnot but the pure fact that she's actually kept going for this many years the fact that two years from now she's potentially gonna get the 70 years of reigning like to me that's just something to be respected like presidents like what in america only stay for eight years or or there's like the odd dictator like democracy that's why no but this is what she's not and she's not getting involved in the daily like yeah, grind some, of life and but, whatnot. I mean, that's somebody like you know. You've been a teacher for fifty years. And yeah. Like, good for you. Like, that's great. <laughs> you've put in the number of ser- the number of years of service it's into totally a, into like... a job. It's essentially a job that she's doing, and she hasn't handed in her resignation yet, and that's great. <laughs> but like. But this job that she's doing is for us as like as citizens in this country. Now that's where that's where I disagree. I don't think it's for us. I think it's for her and the. I think it's for her institution. It's for it's for her family's legacy. It's it's re it's reinvigorated people's love for the royal family simply by having somebody who's been there for so long because she's the longest reigning monarch in the world, right? Yeah. So there's a certain kind of um i don't know appreciate global appreciation for this frail elderly woman who's just keeps i'm still standing yeah, yeah <laughs> you're really yeah. not rating like, her no right now. <laughs> I'm, i am what i'm saying is i'm rating her in the sense yeah. of like she's doing the damn thing but for what that's where we differ so you think it's for the good of the people when we know that she couldn't be no it's not just that it's the good of the people and she obviously has this she has a sense of duty that she's acting upon so yeah so there's the they they truly believe that they have a god-given privilege to duty you say privilege i say duty because who where in the where in the bible does it say yeah i know right and And when we think about the history of the monarchy where did the church of england come from because henry the eighth the king at the time just said I want a church in England. I want my own church. No, I don't he want wanted to, deal... to get a divorce. And I don't the want to deal was... with Catholicism. I want to create my one. own. That's yeah. so. That's we're agreeing, Tom. <laughs> 
he doesn't want to abide by the the Catholic rules, so he wants to create his own church so he can create his own rules. If you want an example of what is arbitrary, I don't know what more I can give you, right? So in the same way, now she's the head of head of the church. What church is that? Oh, the Church of England. Well, what is that? Oh, it was an institution created by um, Henry VIII because he didn't like his wife anymore and he wanted to divorce her. So he created a church. Now that that's privilege. That's not duty. That's privilege. He's created this role for. It's like, you know, what I mean. Come on. How long has been has Catholicism been around for? Thousands. Well, like fourteen hundred years, something like that. Like, at least a thousand years. No, something like that. Bloody ancient, isn't it? And then this this kid turns around in the eighteen hundreds, go, I want to get divorced. I don't like her no more, and I don't want to kill her just yet. You beheaded someone else. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's so anyway, a different topic for a But the point is, is that <laughs> the point is, is that it is privilege. That's that's where we differ. Is, is she thinks it's a God-given duty that God has just, you know, bestowed this duty upon her and, you know, anointed her with holy oil at her coronation. You are now, you know, you are now supposed to, I don't know, represent your country or, or do something, whatever that thing is. But it, that was given by her family. That, that was created by just a, a fat lardy ass in the 1800s all right but then okay let now let's 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 is he was he not a large no ass? no of course but no pause for a second <laughs> just a couple things that are going through my mind all right and so Casanova at that. she's not the only royal she's not the only royal um family or her family's not the only royal family like in the world yeah so like the person i'm thinking of is like say for example the danish yeah i'm not danish i mean the dutch um royal family the fact that the guy is like the the Dutch king, he's like actively flying and and doing all sorts. Um, then I can he proper got me on a rope set because you come with such like vitriol. And it's not vitriol; it's the truth. No, I just is it not? I don't know. I just still like I just I'm just accepting of the status quo and that that's that she's just there. Because when I think about like republics, like for example other countries if you want to get rid of the leader that's causing like tyranny and whatnot it's like you have to stage a coup and like and i know effectively you can do the same thing here as well but just i don't know i just feel like we've got something special and just it's just there it does i don't get why people get so irked by it and it's like what's the end to the mean to get rid of it or what like what i I struggle with is just in that thought process there's no critical thinking about why it's come to be i am i'm not totally accepting of it like for example i told you the whole social values and the aristocracy and whatnot i do not agree with like how they were moving and like for example with the whole not being able to marry divorced people or um like just the, the general course, injustices the that yeah and that whole thing of like dis- anti disre- like anti, derailed by anti-individualist these... they keep going oh yeah. people that are individualistic and all this and that and you need to think about the family like no i'm sorry at the end of the well, day welcome like, to every arab family law <laughs> like there's people's like personal happy i'm not like blindly going along with all of it the only thing i keep coming back to is i don't trust these prime ministers that we have 
um, running our countries like on a daily basis so i just like the idea that they've got to face up to this little I, no, lady I get that. like that's I'm all that's going the crux around in circles of... about that but you're not you're not actually like having critical like discussion around no because no look here's the thing so okay we get rid of the royal family so then what we're like every other country that struggles with democracy. Democracy is not perfect. But it's we, not. We do and this what... thing has shown me like so but much how badly, how but... bad democracy actually okay, is. And listen. I'm not not becoming a socialist or anything. But I'm just saying it's not perfect and it needs to be fixed. Okay. And I don't do you think, think it... this is fixing it? No, I don't. And my basically what I'm saying is I don't think it gets fixed by just simply removing the royal family. I think all that will do is just make people feel better but won't actually solve the problem. I don't think that reason to get rid of the royal family is to fix democracy i don't and i don't think you can fix democracy so this is just this a gripe a solu- that no, people have for- this is not a solution this isn't getting rid of them is not like oh and then everything will be fine but because that's how people ev- go on because like with ev- that energy like because every country that has a democratic system without a, forget like royal families that all the ones that all the countries that don't have a history of royal families and all the countries that haven't had royal families disbanded, like France, for example, mm. there are many countries that, that it, there's no history of them and they seem to, to do all right and it's not perfect and maybe there's some, you know, political divisions and maybe there's some uncertainty, maybe there's some tyranny or, you know, d- dictatorship in some areas, but this doesn't fix it. The, the crown doesn't fix the issue that you're that you're saying mm. they they are they it's a nice idea but it's not working in practice and then you have to critically analyze why that is and a big part of it is that i don't think she's preserving the people's freedoms or the the nation's interests i think she's preserving her family's interests and the institution's interests which is we need to stay in power for as long as possible we're the, what like one of the last reigning monarchs in the in the world every other mon like most other monarchies have disbanded or have or have been toppled by the people the people mm. don't see them as a value to the country and they don't see the va- you know they don't see the point in them or whatever reasons they've taken whoever they are france germany whatever right greece like there's many a country that that have disbanded the royal family britain's one of the last ones going and it's just it's just a last stitch attempt to keep it going because otherwise this would have all been for nothing or whatever whatever they've conjured up as a as a reason to keep this going but you can't argue that the as the years go by we are seeing less and less and less of a reason to justify them in the sense of they aren't having a that that kind of wise political impacts that we want them to have they are not moving with times as much as we would like you're saying that harry married megan we can do a whole other episode on just how megan has been treated Mm. in the royal family like and just how she's been treated by the press right that's a whole other episode so we can't say that that's now a tick in the royal family's favor if anything it's a complete opposite and then you're and then now we're saying that you know the they obviously they bring in so much money for, f- through tourism, but that's not a reason to keep a family. Wait, the, the, the speaking buildings... of money, remember that video that you showed me um, 
because this is a, more, uh, a common misconception about we pay for them and that would like yeah we... so to to be fair to them so like and this isn't uh i was watching a youtuber uh, somebody i really love uh, called lena norms and she creates videos on um books and reading and she recently did did one on the royal family because the uh re- the news was like, kind of recently broke about harry and megan at the time so she did a quick little uh, summary about their financial wealth. Um, and she said, you know, this isn't in favor of generational wealth. This isn't a reason, like, this isn't to say that that's okay and that that should stick around because <laughs> it's really toxic for um, economic growth. But anyway, or, or just kind of socioeconomic equality. But the point is, is that the royal family are just naturally really rich. They're, they're just a rich, rich, wealthy family old 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 probably the oldest money you can think of right mm-hmm. if you think about old money and land equity they got they got it mate like they they've got tons of it they don't have to ever worry ever again um and as part of a agreement with the government um many many monarchs ago uh the royal family give um a percentage of their wealth to the government through the sovereign grant which they then receive five percent of each year so they receive five percent harry and megan i think receive five percent they receive money through charles but they no they receive five percent through the sovereign grant mm. and they receive 95 percent through the duchy of cornwall um so the sovereign grant is this arrangement with the government where they receive a percentage of money that supposed that is supposed to go towards royal engagements travel expenses basically like for work trips what what essentially work trips um and then the other which is i suppose pays for their i don't know design handbags whatever goes from the duchy of cornwall which is a private fund from the prince of wales so harry's dad um they get a bunch of money from that because again they're they're old money they they've got money yeah they've got tons they've got about, stacks like, and stacks not... so the criticism around we pay their you know the taxpayers pay for them we do through the sovereign through uh, we do but we're we only paying five percent we're not paying the full amount like so for example when it comes to renovations of the of their buildings frogmore cottage for example was already under renovation um to remove asbestos from the property and harry and Meghan were deciding do we go into kensington palace and live there or do we go into frogmore cottage um because aren't we're in nottingham cottage and it's a bit small and then the queen was like just going to Frogmore, we're already upgrading that. If you want to go into Kensington, that's going to be a hell of a lot of renovation costs. Just just moving to Frogmore when it's ready. So that was like two point four million, I think, of renovation costs, which was already happening. That was already happening before Harry and Meghan moved in. They moved in and basically like reaped the rewards of this like nice new house that they didn't ask to be renovated. The Queen was already on it. Um. Anyway, so they're now paying for that back, which is a bit weird. Like. That's just because the public's bitter about the situation and like. And that's what I see with this whole thing. I all like like for example, for me personally, I hear the arguments you're making, and a lot of them are very very convincing. But all I see is just bitterness. I don't see like actual. So go on. You're 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 combining my criticisms of the royal family with people that are hating on Harry and Meghan. We're completely different people. The people that are hating on Harry and Meghan are royalists they love the royal family and they want harry and Meghan to play the game 
Play yeah. ball. Why are you trying to leave? Why? Because we're happy to pay for the. We're happy to be taxpayers, but you've got to do your part. That's what. That's the criticism. Yeah. That's the bitterness. We love the royal family, but we want you to play your role. We don't want you to be individual. We yeah. don't want you to do your own thing. And we want to be able to criticise you and point the finger whenever we like because we're taxpayers. I'm not that type of royalist, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Right, that, those are royalists. I'm not that. I'm all for Harry and Meghan leaving yeah. for that reason. I'm all for it. Because I don't think that it's a healthy institution to be a part of. Mm. And obviously we can go into all the kinds of psychological effects that your mother dying in a car crash due to paparazzi and can have on you. Walk behind the and then, you know, being able, to, having to grow up in a world where you're always known for that and then you, the, everyone you, you're ever seen dating is, is, you know, getting that same level of attention. Now your wife's getting the same level of stick. It's a, it's a cage that you didn't ask to be in and now you're trying to leave it and you're, you're getting stick for even trying to do that. So, you know, it's just like you can't win, right? But I don't think the criticism's coming from the same place. The people that want Harry and Meghan to, you know, burn in hell mm. actually would have loved if they just stuck around as royals and kept, kept yeah. up the facade. There's a lot of people in this country that want to see the royal family do well and they really have come to love the royal family but only under certain conditions so you know we love you but you shouldn't wear that or you shouldn't say that that's or... not love that's just toxic behavior man yeah but that's the royalists yeah. those are royalists in this country that's where all the press me- attention and media and negativities come from um whereas i'm sitting here going questioning the entire institution and having just watched three seasons of was a lot a lot of historically ar- ar- accurate content um, and then obviously a lot of it was just creative license mm. like storylines and stuff but the premise is that they've entrapped themselves in this situation that they can choose to leave but then as is evident you know when they do try to leave they get a bunch of stick for that too um but in terms of like their economic wealth like they're yeah they're they're completely they're already fine set, man. um and then it just kind of speaks to the um just the they part the part they play in in intergenerational wealth and um the the kind of wealth disparity in this country and just how they are so out of touch with the real struggles of of like people in the uk Mm. um and it's just really convenient for them to just kind of stay indoors and stay in their own little bubble because in part that's what they're supposed to do they're mm. supposed to be the ideal right the 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 kind of the pieces of jewelry that you tout out on special occasions that's not meant to really do very much mm. but just look pretty and look strong and look great and then you're pushed back away into the into the darkness until you're needed again that's kind of how it feels my question is do we need that is that something we need is that essential for us to feel like we're you know a, a great nation i guess the answer to that is we, no we don't necessarily need it but we have it that's how i see it like i just again i know it seems really simplistic but it's just this is just just this this one of the things we've inherited as a nation that we just have this royal family that is like revered the world over or it's like disputed the world over it depends what side of the fence you sit but to me it's just like they're just there like so it's like what, can what do you do? think about the kind of legacy with the British Empire? 
So like when yeah, so like we, there were we some uncomfortable scenes at the beginning when they were like doing um, speeches in Kenya and then like talking about Namibia, oh, you were Angola. once savages, but now we've like come and we have like um, brought. Yeah, we've like, basically like when we when we landed here, when we when we first colonized you, you were a bunch of savages, yeah. and you know now we've civilized you, and isn't that wonderful? Yeah, no, that you, to me, like, I'm sorry, that's just BS. We've like, given you Christianity yeah. and cutlery, and aren't you aren't you so pleased? Like, don't, I'm not, not I'm not excusing that whatsoever. And like, yes, they need to face up to it. And I wonder how so she would so feel. I'm questioning, like, what are your I w- thoughts on that? I like, would. Do you I think there should be reparations? Should, do you think they should? There should be an end, a public acknowledgement of their part when they're still touting out OBEs and MBEs which is we were watching this this morning was it this morning or it was, there was like a segment on um, Good Morning Britain oh no you showed me the YouTube clip about should they, they change the um, should they change the E which stands for Empire so like um, member of the British Empire to member of or, British Excellence um, Excellence oh, there's also the Order of or, yeah, there's the, different there's different ranks. There's OB yeah, like Order of the British Empire. And my answer to that is yes, drop the word empire. Like we need to like um I'm yeah, I'm I'm not endorsing that in any like just because I like the royal family and I respect the queen and stuff doesn't mean I like the whole empire situation but and they, the colonization. They do. But they do No, I mean as in, I'm talking out. about me personally just I because know, but like you're defending a family that still believes in that. What do you mean? Still believes in that? Why would they be giving out medals if they didn't believe in it? They're proud. They're proud of their uh, of their history. But then they're I f- proud I, of it. I feel like you're now putting words into their mouths about like the, that they're proud. Of. I'm just asking logically. If you weren't proud of it, why are you still giving out medals for it? Hmm. I I'm I'm agreeing. They need to change the name no, of I'm it. No, I'm asking like... you that question. <laughs> I'm not putting words in their mouth, and am I? You're struggling, man. You're yeah, struggling I'm to come not. up with an argument. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I guess I just have to boil it down to this. Like, I have like an idealistic vision of yes. what I would like it to be, and I am not quite ready to like just embrace not having them. I like the fact that they're there. I am not in any way, shape, or form condoning the um the empire or the colonization or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I'm a byproduct of it. Like. Mm-hmm. Like the the state of Africa as well is like, I but like, I just want to like just... understand from your perspective. So yeah, you are a product of that, right? Yeah. So what? Well, like, what are your feelings on that? That that this family, that I don't harbor like this is the thing, and I think maybe this is something that's wrong with me personally. But I don't have that like vengeful like retaliation rejection you, like i don't do you think rejection of the empire is vengeful no but i mean as in like i don't have like but do you have to to just be critical of it do you I'm, have to be vengeful uh, and hateful to be critical of, do you think i'm hateful and no, vengeful i just but sometimes the tone that people take i just feel like i'm not asking you yeah. to understand people's take i'm asking you to understand your take on it what is, so how does it feel like getting real like how does it feel to be a product of a system that was designed to oppress like you your neighbors your obviously your it's not nice it, it, it's like perpetuated it's, by it's, a family that still believes in those ideals it's devastating but then they, they, they're still you're still part of but the i time. don't this is the thing let me finish yeah, you're still on. part 
they still have a commonwealth. There is still a commonwealth. So these are countries that are part of their colonial history, their, their empire. This is the remnants of their empire. Countries that have no business being, being associated with Great Britain are now somehow tied to the royal family. She now, she sends her, her, her kids and her grandkids and her minions to visit these countries and say how wonderful they are because, because of Britain's impact and Britain's, you know, introducing them to, you know, roads and infrastructure and Christianity when that wasn't, that wasn't the purpose. They weren't there to, you know, introduce these wonderful things to them. They were there to pillage and, and like steal, steal resources through infrastructure that made it easier for them to steal it. They didn't build roads because it was easier for Kenya to get about. They built roads because it was easier for them to steal resources out of the country. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the history. This is, this is the legacy of the empire. And like, you're a product of that. You know, and yet, and yet this family continues without any, un, you know, without any requirement to, to have a real honest critical discussion about their history. They truly believe that that, that was a, a, a kind of net positive. Ultimately, well, my question would thing. be this: Would like, and I know we'll never ever get the answer, but I like if somebody was just to sit him down and be like, "Do you still believe that that was a good thing?" I don't think you would ever get an answer, but I think they ultimately believe yes because if you didn't believe, and this is this is how I know this: if you didn't believe it was a good thing, you would disband the Commonwealth entirely. And you would go, oh my God, we fucked up. And we're going to give you back your power. We're going to give you back your resources. Like we're going to give you back your, um, your like precious items that we've stolen and put in the, in the British library and claimed as our own. We're giving you back everything that we've taken from you. And we apologize for what we've done to you. And we want you to thrive on your own. And we want, we want to provide any information or resources that we can to help you do that. But jog on, independent countries have it have it all like to the loo, and that's because not they're not because, doing that, yeah. because they're not doing that, that's how you know they still believe in it. Obviously, they used like I'm not I'm not blind to it. They used Africa to like I, I, the way I see it is they used Africa as like a life support machine. Yes. They had no resources of their own, so like literally just hooked up to the IV, and it's like they're like drug addicts that don't want to like get off the supply and didn't Ghana the... didn't Ghana like have a kind of an uprising right yeah where they they took they were like taking down her portraits and stuff and they were like yeah fuck this like, we're, we need to be our own people we're, we're done with this and they created like an African alliance where all the leaders of different countries in Africa all the way from Morocco through to Kenya all gathered around were like yeah fuck this this situation like colonial powers can do one and that was great right but then they caught wind of that, the royal family, and then they, you know, touted her off back to Ghana and was like, right, come on, try and retain power. You need to schmooze with the leader of Ghana so that you can retain your power. I mean, this is all this is all politically driven. I mean, you like to say they're not political and they like to say they don't have a voice. But when it comes to Commonwealth, but then best again believe as well, like, they will do what they can. But then this is going back to what I was saying in terms of, like, the government using them. In yeah. that reg- that's a clear like evident sign of them being used by the government of the day yes. to like exact their will 
which yes. is like they get sent on tours but do you oh, not think that was also self-serving and that. like was that not also self-serving obviously it, yeah to a degree yeah. it was i'm not denying that i'm not i just yeah i just <laughs> like, i don't know i don't like the fact that i'm being lumped in with like colonizers and stuff like i'm not I, I did i say you were i'm just saying i'm asking you to like to as somebody that is impacted by it you know impacted by their legacy you know that the, there's a dark side to it there is a very dark side to it but it's just for me it's like it's the whole thing of like i can't do enough i can't undo the past like what has happened has happened all i can do now is just try it like i just hope and pray that like uh, it's just that whole thing of just fourteen prayers, fourteen prayers. Like, um, just, <laughs> pray for the royal family. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, you know, like after a tragedy in America, they, they, um, they'll just be well, like, well, the tragedy's uh, been and gone. Prayers, fourteen prayers. So, like, I feel like I'm about to use the same thing here, but it's just like I've I've already hoping, expressed hoping I've, for a, a better yeah, outcome. Not a better, yeah. Just like people get themselves together and like now, because what I don't want is it's bad enough that it's happened i don't want it to now weigh us down in the future going forward what, you mean the empire no I mean, as in big... no i know but I, look i know what i'm saying right now but i mean as in like this big massive like in it's not injustice is not even a strong word strong enough no. word to like express what happened and and the untold horrors and people and like in this country yeah they like to wash their hands of slavery but then not really acknowledge that's what infuriated me when you showed me that clip with toby young talking about um trying to like the empire do good things like no i'm sorry i see it in the same vein as, as slavery yeah of course but that's what i was saying about like, the, you know building infrastructure that, yeah. and stuff it was to it was to meet their own there might, agenda it wasn't it wasn't to improve the country's stability or or economic prosperity it was it was to serve them you know building roads was to get product out of the country for their own for their mm. own gain it wasn't so that kenyans could now have a road so it was the same with the 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 complete horrors that they inflicted on india mm. as well you know everyone likes to go on about the indian railway i mean they they were good without it like the the railway is now this like this thing we'd love to talk about about you know they didn't have a railway now we and then we gave them one and isn't it wonderful but at what cost and it wasn't it wasn't for their benefit it was to to get rid of all their product it was to steal what was not what was not ours um so i just think there's i think maybe that's just because i'm on a kind of i don't know what's the word like get educated kick in terms of our like British history and race and just our relationship with race and empire and that kind of thing. So now I'm just, I'm, I'm very quick to see things through that lens. And as I think we all should be, we all should, we should, that should be something that we're always bringing to the front of the conversation. It should never be something that's in the back of our minds because until we have real justice for what we, what the British, you know, um, country did to other others in the world in terms of our our kind of empire and the legacy of that until there's real justice and reparations for that we need to keep talking about it but then this is the thing like as a black person this is the thing i don't see those reparations coming the only real no, I know. reparations what i'm like, saying is no, we can wait, just wait. talk about the it. only thing that i can only realistically see coming out of this is that like, these countries like 
get themselves together and like and put show forward, what you're missing yeah. yeah and put like chart their own successful path and that's yeah. what i was trying to get at before when i was talking about like you can't undo what's happened but you can choose like i was yeah, basically yeah, yeah, no, totally. alluding to like because my big fear is that if we get so caught up and i'm not and yeah and you feel free to jump on my throat if i say this <laughs> like just if we get caught up on what happened we're not going to be able to be present enough to like to make today much better than no, what I happened get that. like yeah and that's that's where i'm at and i just i i'm not i'm not trying to hide from it i'm not trying to not be educated but i just feel like if the brain cells could be used towards like furthering and like un- and learning the lessons and like and like using that education and like seeing how people have like basically the stuff that was used against you use it to pull yourself forward and like set the tone set new examples show that you can work together and cooperate and you don't you're have speaking, to so you're speaking from a place of as a as a black man mm. as a as a as somebody that is that is what's the word like that's not the perpetrator of the system but it's impacted by it mm. yeah so you're speaking for if if you want to kind of band everyone together it's like african nations who have been subjected to this torment and horror and the historical legacy of the empire to now get their shit together build a new Case build a point, new world Rwanda. right no i get that so what i'm saying is that's that i completely agree with because they recently did genocide and look how how they've turned their fortunes around yes it's i get phenomenal. that but what i'm saying is i'm talking about it as somebody that is like half half of my history i don't know I'm half Scottish. I don't. I haven't really done the full research on like Scot Scotland's like, what's the word involvement mm. in the sort of empire, like the history of that. But point is like being half white. I want to talk about it because white people don't talk about it. So you as a black African British man can t- can say like I don't want to keep harping on about what has happened to us. I want us to move forward. Totally agree. But if white people adopt that view we will just keep perpetuating the problem of of silence, right? So white people need to keep talking about it, right? The burden shouldn't be on black people to keep harping on mm. and saying, oh, don't forget about the empire. Don't forget about our history. Don't forget about the slave trade. Like, it's up to white people to not forget, to, to bring it up in, in the conversation. And this is what I'm saying about it's important for me to look at the crown to look at the royal family through the lens of the british empire and the legacy of that because it's so convenient to not remember that it's so convenient to think about all the other criticisms of the royal family like they're really rich and isn't that such a shame that no one's as rich as them or oh they're really outdated they're really old or they're really this they're really that but that's kind of surface level what I want us to think really critically about is the history of that family and the place that they they had in the world and 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 what they perpetuated and what they ultimately still believe in as part of their ongoing traditions of awarding MBEs and you know doing this kind of thing visiting commonwealth countries and thinking that that's somehow you know a good legacy to have so that's what I'm saying as somebody that's half white like who benefits from white privilege who can see that it's so convenient for us to not talk about those issues. I think it's important for people, especially white people, to think about it as always the forefront of the conversation. Like, because 
it's all too convenient to not think about it through that lens does that make sense yeah. but totally agree that like for you it's 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 almost yeah, for like me it's a different it's because it's not it's not gonna help if i like for me personally like in terms of my like like well-being almost. yeah yeah it's because it's but do you know why it's because that's just you're always gonna feel that so you wake up you you navigate the world through that lens anyway that's what i'm saying so you so it's it's important for you to see an ideal that goes beyond the legacy of the slave trade that goes beyond the legacy of empire beyond the legacy of commonwealth it's so vital for you and for people me, yeah. like you to see beyond that because to me all i see is like life. i saw basically when i think about like the empire i was like no nah, that's not how to do it that's you you got it so wrong and mm. so messed up and so bad you couldn't have failed any any harder than any you, harder. Or, than you yes. already did yes. so in my point of view and why like i keep thinking to myself it's like i'm looking at it and thinking ah oh, this is as you said like this is how things could be this yes. is so for, for example my idea like of a royal family would be one that acts as a checks and balances on yes. the executive yes. of the day i'm trying to envisage like the few like right for example i'm not trying to disrupt too much of what's currently existing and whatnot but i was like okay given like um our current system like what how could things be made better and it's like okay how can countries in africa re- like recover and they from, already have they're from, already yeah, working and, yes, yeah, yeah and it's like There's okay so it's growth. just yeah. yeah so it's just yeah no, but that's happening that's that's been happening yeah. african nations are mobilizing and there is so much growth it's not like what you see on like water aid charity adverts yeah. give two pounds a month the amount of times where people say oh i went i went to ghana or nigeria or zambia mm. and like there's skyscrapers or there's like there's movement there's economic yes, growth there's there's rolls royces like there's there is wealth there there is something there's a life to be had there there's mm. there's you know of course like that's but you can't say that that's thanks to the empire is what i'm saying i'm not saying no, i never I'm, said I'm that i'm not saying I've you never I'm saying, said that i'm saying royalists that believe in that the empire is <laughs> ultimately a good with, thing and then no, don't love me with them people I know, but yeah you know what i'm saying that's there, there is that view that it's like well india is where they're at now because of the railroad the fuck it isn't right we know that but i don't think it's been talked about enough that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we're, we're gonna, gonna wrap this one up. I feel like just in terms of final statements, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on certain elements. Just because I like the Queen doesn't mean I'm blind to like the ills of her. <laughs> you of didn't her see family. that argument coming, did you? No, like, it's like <laughs> you I, didn't see me bring that one up. <laughs> and I'm uh, not. I'm not blind to. It. I just like through watching the Crown. I just feel like ah, oh, things could be have handled so much better or like and i do scream at like just that she's powerless in so many ways where it's it's kind of ironic right that she's she's the most powerful woman in the world and yet she's being puppeteered by other people so little power yeah it's it's, it is remarkable what she's done with the role but obviously it's important to you know think about the history and the criticisms the valid critical you know criticisms around um that you know that that family i mean do I need to say they're German again? Is that- I don't, I'm not, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> to me, the people that are bothered by that are xenophobes. I'm not uh, saying, I'm saying that they're like the British family, but like, you know, I just think it's funny. They changed their last name because they didn't want to come off too German. I think the, the kind of lengths they went to was quite funny. 
and like she, oh poor the poor gal she wanted to name her kids after his um his surname right yeah but they wouldn't let her and they're technically not supposed to be called the Windsors they're supposed to like yeah or at least double barrel it in this modern day and age but I don't know man. I'm just I don't know look, so much look, to be said but yeah I am still I still stick to my guns that I still like have respect for them and I know maybe I shouldn't give them any respect because of my background and stuff but I no, just... I'm not saying that either. I have respect for her too. I think she's done incredible with what she's been given. And the fact that in so many ways they're, they are trapped by this sort of, you know, generation-long institution that, you know, none of them are really have really chosen. They're mm. all born into it, sort of de facto part of it. And then they just have to sort of navigate it. And, and even if you try to leave, you're never really gone. And, you know, I think if it was disbanded 100 years ago, you know, these would just be normal people who were just sort of getting on with things. You know, Charles would just be a normal guy, probably working at a, you know, a charity for en- energy, <laughs> for climate change, mm. you know, doing his thing for biodiversity. Yeah, Harry his, would still probably be gonna, in the army. I'm sorry, but you've his reign's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, his... I think it's, it's an interesting, like, TV show to watch, let's just say that. In real life and on the crown. Yeah. <laughs> like, it has its dramas. And I think so much of it is kind of pointless and arbitrary. And, and so much of it is based on evil. But, like, that's okay, I guess. If you think about just how, like, funny it all is sometimes. And just how... And I guess it, we haven't even touched on, like, the charity work that they do do. And obviously, there are so many benefits to having, essentially, celebrities putting their name to stuff. That immediately boosts you know income generation for certain charities fundraising efforts having you know kate middleton's face on something just immediately does good now and and maybe that's their purpose that they're just that you know they're they're puppets for good right they're they're touted out for these like i said these like nice pieces of jewelry touted out for special occasions to do uh, to be of some force of good where they generate income for charities or they bring awareness to a certain issue or cause and then they go back away into into the abyss and then we occasionally take the piss out of them and we occasionally have a go at them for using taxpayers money but all in a day's work five percent of their actual total yeah. work. That, that, i'm sorry that taxpayers money thing really does drive me nuts i know it really does because it's just like I, I, I'm not rich. I don't have that much. No, like I get, 5%, I get where it's coming it's from. Just I like, get it. I get it. It's, it's uh, I don't know. Anyway, man. right, let's call it a day, shall we? <sighs> yeah. I've pissed you off. <laughs> you can pick the next topic. <laughs> okay, thank you. thanks for your time. And apologies if I've said anything, because I'm now confused about half of the stuff that I've said to try and justify why I like the royal family. Because I came in with the big empire. Yeah, card. and I this is Obviously, something that I wish that I like could have prepped for. On no, in, in, you're fine. It's just yeah. No, nothing you've said has been like, you know, comma I love the empire. It it's not they're not in, interchangeable. Like your your positives for the for the royal family still stand. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like I don't know. You just think of the Donald Trump situation, like. Imagine if there was someone I could just cap his butt and tell him to. Uh, Why are you getting know. into him? Anyway, twenty twenty. Please, Americans, vote. Do the right thing. Do <laughs> right. Okay. Let's be moral. Okay. Till the next time, guys.
Thanks, Tom. Bye. Bye.